Hey everybody, thanks for stopping back in. This is a new episode of Life Paranormal. I'm V. I know it's been a hot minute since I've been back. I know that I've had a pretty long pause, but I'm ready to hit play again because I'm really inspired um, by this upcoming Halloween season. I'm excited because you have all been asking to get back on my horse again, and I am ready to ride. I'm excited. I have a really great episode lined up for you tonight, and I want to first start off by uh, first thanking all of you. So all of my loyal listeners returning to uh, continue to support my show, thank you. And to all my new listeners, thank you so much. It's because of all of you that I love to give appreciation and love on the show too first before I get into anything because you make my show possible. And even through this break that I've taken, I've had so many people flood my DMs on Twitter about how much my show has helped you or your child or someone else that you love. And that makes me so happy. I mean, this switch is getting on her broom and doing circles all around the moon. I mean, I'm, I'm, head over heels okay um <laughs> i think that's what you call it i don't know <laughs> but yeah i'm just over the moon excited and happy when i hear how it's affecting people in a positive way and um that's the reason for my show and the you know the whole premise of life paranormal with these for people to hear about the human experience with the supernatural and unexplained because it is about the human experience with the spirit world and how it's affected those experiencing it and how they've dealt with it or if they're still dealing with it and they don't know how to, you know, um, even verbalize what they've seen. You know, this is really hard to, to go through these type of things and not have anybody to talk to. So I just want to say thank you guys. And without further ado, Let's go ahead and talk about what we're going to speak about tonight. So, have you guys ever heard of a doppelganger? I'm pretty sure you do. I have some really hardcore paranormal fans out there. So, <laughs> of course you have. Um, I, for one, so doppelgangers, hmm. You guys have heard my stories about the mirror. So, if you've been with me from the beginning, you know that I hate mirrors, period, don't want them in my house. I'll keep them in the bathrooms, stay there, close the door at night, but can't have mirrors around me. You just can't. Um, and it stems from those experiences when I was a child because I did have, and not just one moment, a few moments. And even to this day, if I sit or stand in front of a mirror and I allow myself to go into trance or I don't blink or if I just, I give it a few, like a minute, not even a minute, yeah, where I will start to see things in the mirror. I'll even kind of see a double trying to um, peek its, ooh. I will see a double of myself try to peer from behind me, but from the mirror and that's it. You know, that's it for me. I. I started to realize very quickly when I was young that I just can't do stuff like that. I, I can't do things that other people can. Uh, you, you know, if, if, that, if that, like I said, I have to put myself in a state of mind where that happens. But, you know, I can put my makeup on and do my hair where it's fine because, because I'm occupied. I'm in, I'm focused on doing something else. But like I said, it's all about intention. Okay, it's really all about intention. And um, I know a lot of you out there understand what I mean by that. So doppelgangers, let's read into, into it. So I'm dropping all the links of where I'm finding my information down in the description box below if you guys want to read through it too. So since this is a half hour show, let's get into it. So it's a doppelganger. So it is German for double goer, right? Or double. And it refers to a wraith or apparition that casts no shadows and is a replica or double of a living person. They were generally considered omens of bad luck. 
or even signs of impending death. A doppelganger seen by a person's relative or friend was said to signify that illness or danger would befall that person, while seeing one's own doppelganger was said to be an omen of death. Some accounts of doppelgangers, sometimes called the evil twin, suggest that they might be able to provide advice to the person that they shadow, but that is if that advice can be also misleading and malicious. They may also attempt to plant sinister ideas in their victim's mind or cause them confusion. For this reason, people were advised to avoid communicating with their own doppelganger at all costs. So I'm, I'm really intrigued by the story of Abraham Lincoln. I remember hearing about this like, you know, a long time ago, but I just never, I never read into it. Um, but let's talk about Lincoln's experience. So while doppelganger cases are said to be works of fiction, there are a number of real life cases in which individuals claim to have met their sinister double. Among the most noteworthy is Abraham Lincoln's experience as chronicled by Noah Brooks in his book, Washington and Lincoln's Time released in 1895. According to his account, soon after Lincoln was elected in 1860, he arrived home one day and looked into the bureau mirror where he saw himself reflected in double. Lincoln said, nearly at full length, but my face had two separate and distinct images. Lincoln noticed that although the images were nearly identical, one was a little paler, say, five shades than the other. His wife was said to be very worried and told Lincoln she believed that the paleness of half the dual image was a bad omen, which meant that Lincoln would serve his full term, but would not live to finish his second. Um, I wonder if Lincoln's wife was, you know, uh, sensitive to, because, you know, that, that, I don't know if a lot of people knew about doppelgangers at that time, you know, but she had this feeling uh, and she basically predicted her husband's death. That is so creepy to me, you know. Um, so let's talk about some other legends out there. So Norse folklore describes entities known as or dogers as ghostly beings that preceded their living counterparts, taking their places at various activities and performing their actions in advance. The spirit with the subject's footsteps, voice, scent, or appearance, and overall demeanor precedes them in a location or activity, resulting in witnesses believing they've seen or heard the actual person before the person physically arrives. This bears a subtle difference from a doppelganger with a less sinister connotation. So I'm going to tell you a story from a listener that reminds me so much of this because with her experience, it's gonna send chills up your spine. I have two um, listener stories that I'm going to read tonight that they're so, they're so creepy. Um, and I thought they were really uh, noteworthy to share with you today. So, the people from the Orkney Islands in Scotland feared small fairy-like creatures called trolls. According to legend, trolls would give birth to children who were apt to be sickly. Pregnant women were carefully guarded from the trolls who would often steal healthy human babies and replace them with their own children, known as changelings, who would transform into exact replicas of the stolen children. Hell no. <laughs> no, no, no. So many Native American creation myths, likewise, provide for the role of dualistic twins. Hopi legends refer to the twins who were called the child of the sun and the child of the water. The Hopi also believed in duality between the upper world and the underworld, that whatever is happening here in the underworld, the opposite is happening. Oh, I said underworld, didn't I? I'm sorry. 
so that whatever is happening in our upper world is actually happening the opposite in the underworld out there. I said it right this time. <laughs> Perfect. So let's go into some more famous cases of real doppelganger. So these are pretty um, intense. So Emily Seguin, she was a French um, teacher. Um, she worked at an all-girls school. And uh, one day in 1845, she was writing on the blackboard, going through what I can imagine a normal day of class, and her exact double appeared right beside her. The doppelganger precisely copied the teacher's every move as she wrote, except that it did not hold the chalk. And 13 students in the classroom witnessed this event, okay? Holy moly, that during the next year, Sege's doppelganger was seen several times, and the most astonishing instance of this took place in full view of the entire student body of 42 students on a summer day in 1846. As they sat at the long tables working, they would see Sege's, um, they would see Sege in the school's garden gathering flowers. And when the teacher left the room to talk to the headmistress, Sege's doppelganger appeared in her chair while the real Sagay could still be seen in the garden. Two girls approached the phantom and tried to touch it, but felt an odd resistance in the air surrounding it, and the image then slowly vanished. Oh God, that is so, that is so cool, right? I love it. So the French novelist Guy de Maupassant was inspired to write a true story. Louis, it was after a disturbing doppelganger experience that he had in 1889. So while writing, de Maupassant um, claimed that his body double entered his study, sat beside him, and began dictating the story he was in the process of writing. In Louis, the narrative is told by a young man who is convinced that he is going crazy after having glimpsed what appears to be his body double. For de Maupassant, who claimed to have had numerous encounters with his doppelganger, the story proved somewhat prophetic. At the end of his life, de Maupassant was committed to a mental institution following a suicide attempt in 1892. The following year, he died. It has been suggested that de Maupassant's vision of a body double may have been linked to mental illness caused by syphilis, which he contracted as a young man. That is a very sad one. So this is the case of um, John Donne, a 16th century English poet, whose work often touched on the metaphysical. Donne claimed to have been visited by his wife's doppelganger while he was in Paris. She appeared to him holding a newborn baby. Donne's wife was pregnant at the time, but the apparition was a portent of great sadness. At the same moment that the doppelganger appeared, his wife had given birth to a stillborn child. This story first appeared in a biography of Dunn that was published in 1675, more than 40 years after Don had died. The English writer, Isaac Walton, a friend of Don's, also related a similar tale about the poet's experience. However, scholars have questioned the authenticity of both accounts as they differ on crucial details. That is really, really sad. Another one. I don't know why I chose really sad ones, but hey, we're talking doppelgangers here, okay? So, um, Johann Wolfgang von Goethe uh, is another case that suggests that doppelgangers might have something to do with time or dimensional shifts. So, von Goethe was an 18th century German poet, wrote of confronting his doppelganger in his autobiography, um, Poetry and Truth. In this account, um, Goethe described traveling to the city of Drusenheim to visit Frederick Bryan, sorry, Frederica Bryan, see, I can say it right, um, who was a young woman with whom he was having an affair. Ooh, that's not right. Emotional and lost in thought, Goethe looked up to see a man dressed in a gray suit, trimmed in gold, who appeared briefly and then vanished. Eight years later, Goethe was again traveling on the same road, again to visit Frederica. He then realized he was wearing the very gray suit, 
trimmed in gold that he had seen on his double eight years earlier. The memory, Gerda wrote later, comforted him after he and his young love had parted at the end of the visit. So, okay. Sister Mary of Jesus. So one of the most astonishing cases of bilocation took place in 1622 at the Isolita mission in what is now New Mexico. Father Alonso de Banavides reported encountering Hamano Indians who, although they had never met Spaniards, carried crosses, observed Roman Catholic rituals and knew Catholic liturgy in their native tongue. The Indians told him that they had been instructed in Christianity by a lady in blue who came among them for many years and taught them this religion and their language. When he returned to Spain, Father Benavides's investigation led him to Sister Mary of Jesus in Agreda, Spain, who claimed to have converted North American Indians, not in body, but in spirit. Sister Mary, Sister Mary said she regularly fell into a cataleptic trance, after which she recalled dreams, and when she was carried to a strange and wild land where she taught the gospel. As proof of her claim, she was able to provide highly detailed descriptions of the Hamano Indians, including their appearance, clothing, and customs, none of which should or could have learned through research since they were fairly recently discovered by the Europeans. How did she learn their language? I didn't, she replied. I simply spoke to them, and God let us understand one another. That is magnificent. Don't you guys feel that? So we're, I guess we'll get right into it and then we'll read the um, listener story. See, I do think so unorganized here. But So doppelgangers versus by location. And uh, one of the, uh, actually both of the listener stories, I I, I don't know which I, I feel is more of a by location story than doppelganger, but we don't know what this phenomenon is, right? We just don't. Um, So it's sad, and I'm going to read it right here. So body doubles as a paranormal phenomenon typically manifest themselves in one or two ways. So like we were um, like we were talking about before, doppelganger is a shadow self that is thought to accompany every person. Traditionally, it is said that only the owner of the doppelganger can see this phantom self and that it can be a harbinger of death. A person's friends or family can sometimes see a doppelganger as well. The word is derived from the German term for double walker, right? We're just talking about double, okay? Bilocation, okay, is the psychic ability to project an image of the self in a second location. This body double, known as a wraith, is indistinguishable from the real person and can interact with others just as a real person would. Ancient Egyptian and Norse mythology both contain references to body doubles, but doppelgangers as a phenomenon often associated with bad omens first became popular in the mid-19th century as part of a general surge in the U.S. and Europe in interest in the paranormal. So maybe we can. I mean, some people have seen, um, like my witnesses' uh, stories, uh, that I'm about to read, they've seen doppelgangers and nothing bad happened. So did we, did they witness some bilocation occurring? Okay. So I think it's really up to you, you know, flood my Twitter at real life paranormal. Tell me what you think. What do you believe in? Um, let's get into, first I'm going to read, um, a listener submission from Diana Zamora. So Diana, thank you so much. It's about time that I get to this. Uh, I have to tell you, I wanted to do this doppelganger episode months ago from the beginning of the year. And Diana was so awesome about um, writing up her story and sending it to me. And I'm just about to um, read it today. So Diana, thank you. Your story gives me the creeps. Um, I'm home alone right now. And I am actually hearing talking in the back. My kids are not go are gone. My husband is gone. So we, um, I'm alone. <laughs> with my dog so I'm not really alone but okay let's read it I'm gonna get the creeps all over again <laughs> so this is Diana's story guys my paranormal experience happened when I was 15 years old 
I wasn't allowed to use the phone late at night, so I would sneak down the stairs, grab the house phone when my parents finally went to bed, and me trying to be slick, I'd go down. It was about two o'clock in the morning, and I hear my parents' door open. I'm still on the phone downstairs with my friends, so I hurry up and hang up the phone, crack the door open, and I see my mom coming out of the room. In my mind, I'm like, beep, I'm in trouble for having the phone. I said beep because it was an F-bomb, just letting you know. I have young listeners. I'm just, just trying to be, I should have said beep. Oh my God. Okay. I hurry up and hang the phone up and crack the door open and see my mom coming out of the room. And in my mind, I'm like, ah, I'm in trouble for having the phone. And my mom looks past me. She doesn't look at me. She just keeps walking towards the stairs. So I follow right behind her. My plan was to try to hang up the phone before she noticed it was missing. I was trying to talk to her and my mom would not answer me at all. I'm like, man, she's super pissed. So once we both got downstairs, she turns on the kitchen light, but it was odd because the light she turned on illuminated the whole house because of how bright it was. And she normally turns on the dimmer lights to avoid um, waking up my dad because he's so sensitive to the light. So I followed her into the kitchen and I'm still trying to talk to her. She still doesn't talk to me. So now our kitchen is shaped like the letter U. So there's one way in and one way out. So when she turned to the fridge, she completely disappeared. And I'm standing there with the phone in my hand, shocked, WTF, what just happened? Then I got extremely scared and I quickly hung up the phone, turned off the light, ran upstairs. And when I reached the top of my stairs, my mom comes out of her room and yells at me for being up so late. And she grounded me because she knew that I had the phone. I'm like, I just followed you downstairs. She looked at me funny and she said, no, I just woke up because the kitchen light is on and you're making all that noise. I went back to my room and I couldn't sleep left the lights on and I turned up my radio and I kept telling myself if that wasn't my mom then what was I following down the stairs not a shadow it was my mom she turned on the lights I saw her I saw the side of her face no doubt about it she came from her room no way she could have ran back upstairs without me seeing her I kept telling myself trying to comprehend what I just saw. The next, the next morning, I asked my mom if she was downstairs. She said, no, your dad woke me up because the kitchen light woke him up. And I didn't want him yelling at you, so I went outside to tell you to go to sleep and stop making noise. And to this day, it still haunts me. Like, what the f did i see that day if it was my mom but who was it wow thank you diana that was really creepy i've been wanting to read that story for forever so imagining imagine you guys you're 15 years old you're in high school you're trying to sneak talking to your friends in the middle of the night i remember hearing the door in my room and i you know in my house and my parents coming out of their room and i'm like oh my god and I run, you know, you make a, a straight beeline back to your room, but you know, I, you know, in her two-story house, I imagine she had to run, you know, um, down and whatnot. But wow, like seeing your mom stubble, that's that's insane to me. You know, her mom was asleep during all of this time, right? So maybe it was by location. That in and of itself, seeing somebody stubble is so frightening. I can't get over that. I don't know how she was able to get over that. You're brave, Diana. It's <laughs> freaky. Um, I wouldn't be able to see my mom again. I'd be like, where's your double mom? <laughs> is it going to come from around? No, but honestly, that's creepy. So, so let's get into our second listener submitted story. 
So this is coming over for my friend Alexia. Alexia over at Fleshwad. You can find her on Twitter at FleshwadYT. Um, she's actually the artist for my show and she's my go-to. I absolutely love her. Um, she is, um, she helped me put out some great new um, images for my store. So I can't wait to drop that new Halloween line that's coming out with this episode. She has a really creepy story about a doppelganger, and um, I'm gonna. Um, I'm actually going to put the link down at the bottom. Um, but she submitted this to Reddit.com, so I will go ahead and post that link so you can read it yourself. So it's called "When I Was Little, I Saw Something That Looked Like My Sister." This isn't a very long story, but it's something that happened when I was younger, and it has always stuck with me. I must have been eight and my sister would have been around six. My mom would take us to our grandpa's house very often. Her mother, my grandma, passed away when my mom was only nine or ten years old in that house. There was this one time I remember sitting in the living room with my mom, sister, brother, and grandpa. My mom and grandpa were chatting while us kids were playing. I had to go to the bathroom really bad, but for some reason I was afraid to go alone. I asked my mom to take me, but since she was talking to my grandpa, she told me to ask my sister. My sister didn't want to go with me, even though I begged and begged. I finally just decided to go alone. The bathroom was a decent size. You walked in and you would pass a huge sink countertop with the mirror covering the wall and then the toilet and tub at the end. I don't remember if I closed the door or not, I probably did, and as I walked in, I gave a side-eyed glance to this wide mirror, and I saw my sister walking behind me, smiling. I turned around and yelled at her for making me beg so much and say no, just to come after all. But when I turned around, she wasn't there. The bathroom was empty. It was so long ago and I was so little, but I think I even remembered hearing her voice. I couldn't tell you for the life of me what she might have said, though. I ran back to the living room to tell my mom what had happened and asked my sister if she had followed me after all. My sister swears, even to this day when I bring it up, that she never followed me into that bathroom. My grandpa doesn't live there anymore and I don't even know if my mom ever believed me, although she does believe in the paranormal. I don't think my sister did follow me, but if she didn't, what did I see? Super creepy story, Alexia. I love it. It's creepy cool. <laughs> um, I have to say, you guys, this, you know, I put together this show, I edit it, but I have to say, this is not the first time I, I read Alexia's story here tonight. I've tried to get through it four times, and eerily enough, something is, I don't know what's going on. It's a miracle if this, you know, records anyways, but it's like, it stops right after I... I talk about it and I'll keep I'll keep talking for a good five more minutes and then it's like my audio doesn't pick up anything it's very 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 weird um but yes Alexia thank you so much your story brought some weird phenomenon to <laughs> the show tonight as I was recording but thanks um so yeah what I want to do now is go into uh some really great um, promos. So I, I do have some great promos lined up for you tonight from my friends um, over at What's the Channel Called podcast. And I have to give them a shout out. They are amazing. You guys have to go check them out. I also am going to run a promo for my friends over at Nails MD. Now, okay, I bought some nails from them a while back. Amazing. I ordered their Beetlejuice nails, okay? Gave them the size that I wanted. They are wonderful, okay? You gotta try them. They specialize in custom hand painted gel press-ons. So you can either glue them on and they have these really cool um, like stickies that, you know, I use those. I'm a massage therapist, so I use that because it's easier to take off. But you wanna keep them on longer. They have this really great, um, you know, it comes with everything. This kit has everything so you don't even have to worry about that it's really easy to do if you really want to get ready for the spooky season i recommend that you guys check them out um 
their promo is going to be on tonight. So um, all the info on where to find them will be up there. So for now, go ahead and take a little break, stretch your little legs, and come back because I am bringing on my cousin. My cousin Alexis has a creepy doppelganger story as well. So I will bring on my guest when we come back. Stories, folklore, legends, leyendas, cuentos, y más. This is a Spooky Tales. Listen, escuchen at your own risk. You can find a Spooky Tales on all podcast apps, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and more. For more a Spooky content and to keep up with the podcast, you can follow us on our socials at a spooky tales on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Hey goals, do you want to make a great impression this spooky season? You gotta try my girls over at Nails MD. They specialize in custom hand-painted gel press-ons. They can do some amazing creepy cool nails just for you in time for Halloween. Or if you just want to glam it up and rock out some killer nails, let these girls hook you up. Your nails will look sickening, trust me. You can find them over at Nails MD Press-ons on Twitter, Instagram. They're also on Facebook at Nails MD. They're also on TikTok, Pinterest, and Snapchat. Go ahead and let them know that V sent you. Keep it real, keep it spooky. Hey everybody, welcome back. So I hope you like those awesome promos. Thank you so much for our promoters. Also to Nails and D. Shout out to them. Now, you guys, we're going to bring on my cousin Alexis. She has some really fascinating stories, by the way. Um, I want you guys to give her a nice welcome to Life Paranormal with V. Alexis, thanks for coming on today. Hi, thank you for having me. You're welcome. Uh, you know, I've been wanting to get you on for a long time now, just because you're as spooky as me (laughs) and uh, I wanted the audience to just you know I wanted them to hear your doppelganger experience because I know the time you told me about it it's you know I think whenever you see someone's double especially if it's your child it's it's very scary um do you want to go ahead and tell us what what you experienced which one do I start at just kidding uh whichever (laughs) one you want I know you've had Alexis has had plenty of experiences, and I think that's what has always... Let me, let me, backstory, backstory, uh, before you talk about uh, your experience, Alexis, I just want the audience to know, you know, Alexis has um, always been the first person to really connect with me with the paranormal. I, I remember being small and going over to visit and, you know, discussing this kind of stuff, and it felt like oh my God, someone believes in this, you know, um, and, and experience stuff like this. And I remember you showing me like books and um, I don't know if it was on the occult or if it was about witches or something, but we would always talk about that. And I remember just feeling like, wow, you know, it, I think when you grow up and, and you feel so alone when, you, when you're like different from everybody else, um, you just need that one person. You just need that one link, you know, that lifeline. Um, oh, yeah. and, and they make you feel, I can do this, you know, I can hold on. So I felt, okay, I experienced all these things. My cousin experiences this stuff. She believes in it and she's talking to me about it. And, you know, because being a little girl, you don't really know about the paranormal. So, you know, I, I would say you're like the person that and really introduced me to all this. I remember we would talk about, you know, dreams with your little dream book. Remember that? Oh, yes. <laughs> So I think, you you know, I think when we talk about this happening and I think when people experience these things and they have these gifts that they're not, you know, they're not aware of or unsure of how to handle them. um, I think that especially when, you know, through the show and in this community, um, paranormal community, I think that that is why we're so close to one another because we're all um, there for for each other to support each other through this. And um, I think having that at such a young age really made me feel like I wasn't losing my marbles or something. (laughs) So 
And I, I say that because Alexis is a very, uh, you know, I feel like the paranormal really, um, you know, it magnetizes to you. You know, you have <laughs> anywhere oh, yeah. you really go. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we would we'll have to do just one episode talking about her house because it's a it's a haunted house. It, it's pretty, pretty active, um, almost daily. So, uh, but first, before we go, you know, talk about your your home experiences. At, you know, the experiences at your home. Go ahead and tell us the doppelganger experience. Well, the one I'm going to start with is actually starts here at my house. Since mm-hmm. with my son, when he was barely starting to walk, he's eight years old now. But like mm-hmm. when he was a toddler, barely starting to walk, and and I would just see him like running from one room in another. And no, he's not there. He's actually with dad in another room or. Mm-hmm. sleeping or taking a nap but I li- literally would think that he was just like walking around oh my so God. it's but it's always been like that even before he was born so mm-hmm. you yeah. would see you would see this thing um or this spirit around before he was born oh yeah it would be like little kids yeah I think yeah. it was um the time I went to your house to do that house um blessing and cleansing remember that yeah and I I saw a little kid um he used to have a like a little tent, like a ch- ch- children's tent in the corner of the room. Oh, yeah. And I remember going in there and I found a little boy in there. I remember he scared me to death because I, you know, I look in there and I'm like, oh, and he's just like sitting in there with his his um, arms around his knees, kind of like holding himself like that. And I just told him, you know, you got to got to go if you are, you know, protecting this child, then you know, please don't scare him. Um, but it was, it was interesting because I did feel a little kid spirit the first time I did that. And when I encountered it, it didn't feel malevolent. It really just felt like just really interested, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I, we get them all. I get them all the time. You still see them? Oh yeah. Even my son sometimes is just like, oh, did you see that? Like he now picks up on stuff. So, Mm mm-hmm. Ever since he was little, too. So yeah, yeah, it's been crazy been... around here once in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, how uh, how about the other experience you had? The other ones where I have some friends who are um, wedding pr- photographers, and this is about I hadn't seen them in a while, and they went to uh, eat dinner at one of the local resorts here in um, down south by Tubac, mm-hmm. Arizona, and I hadn't seen them in a while, and they go, hey, uh, I swear to you, you were our waitress. Like, we were even trying to have conversations like that we have mm-hmm. because we literally thought she was you. And finally, <laughs> she, like, told us, no, my name is so-and-so, and mm-hmm. no, I, I'm not Alexis, I'm not, you know. Mm-hmm. It, it was where... They literally thought they were speaking to me at one point. Oh my gosh. When they first saw her and yeah. that she was their waitress. So someone it, that looks exactly like you was waitressing and they probably thought, oh my God, when did Alexis start this waitressing job? Yeah. Exactly. No way. Yeah. And it was like about at least, I want to say about 30, 45 minute drive from my house. So it's like. I think we should go have yeah. breakfast there, Alexis. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> we should go check this person out <laughs> and like take pictures. That's crazy. Oh no, I'll have to ask them if the if the girl still works there because they how they do weddings there all the time, so they would know. Yeah, yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh, that but is I so get crazy. I get it from people all the time, like that they've like, seen oh, you or something. Oh yeah, they're like, I know I met you in another state, or I know I met you somewhere else, and I'm like, uh, no, I've just been here. Yeah. That's so creepy. Um, I remember, you know, people telling me stuff like that. But usually, you know, we're so connected. You know, we're all soulmates and we kind of all reincarnate together. I think that our we, we see someone and our soul recognizes them. Like, oh, I know I've seen them before. Where did I see them? But I know I've seen their face. I know we've talked before. You know, it's like oh, yeah. we have those experiences with people. Um, but I have this one where on Facebook where... I don't know who they are or what, but every time I, I literally look at the girl, I think it's me. Like really? when I like I I can look at the picture and be like, when did I take that picture? Like you're gonna I, you're gonna have to show me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I I just don't know where who that 
when, where, how, but mm-hmm. I, I can look at the lady and be like, oh yeah, that's me when I had my short hair and I had a cap on with glasses. Oh wait, that's not me. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like you were younger? No, now. Like, no, now? I, I actually found that picture, I want to say about a year ago. So it was like a suggestion of a friend of somebody else. You know how they give suggestions on Facebook for friends. Mm-hmm. And it was just somebody somebody that they suggested. And I swear that girl looked like me. No way. Yeah. <laughs> that is so crazy. Um, you know, because we were talking, you know, earlier before I brought you on, I was talking about, you know, doppelgangers and by location, how some people believe that they're able to, you know, be in another place at the same time, you know? Um, yeah. I feel, you know, especially with my story about seeing, you know, I saw my dad, uh, what looked like my dad, just coming down the hallway, walking really fast. It was like really, really weird movement when he was walking and he went through the front door but my dad was actually doing some yard work in the backyard um so i mean i looked and was like where's my dad so i look in the backyard and he's like you know on his hands and knees pulling out weeds in the backyard i was like okay the amount of time it takes to go from the front yard walk all the way around the house through the gate and you know it it just didn't make sense So a lot of these famous uh, stories about doppelgangers as well, you know, talking about uh, being in two places at once. It's just so odd. Um, But then it makes you feel so, um, so small, you know, when you start thinking about space and time and, you know, this universe and what actually parallels into our dimension. It's just weird. You know, it's it's fascinating. It's fascinatingly weird. yeah, so, I, I, like I want to be able to go in there and see what dimension that is. But <laughs> don't get stuck in the matrix. Though, exactly. That that's what I was <laughs> just thinking. <laughs> I, oh yeah, that's another thing. We can read each other's minds, which is really gnarly. Me and Alexis can like literally like before, like we call or text each other, we do it, or we're around each other. We can read each other's minds. That's really really cool. Um, so with the house because recently Alexis called me probably what was it a couple weeks ago you texted me and you were like you know you heard a huge slam upstairs remember no it actually it was like a slide of um I have tile in the bathroom so it was the scraping of the wooden stool I have up there oh but Mm -hmm. um I can send you the pictures and show so you can show everybody that stool is actually on a bathroom rug so there's no way i could have heard the scraping that's weird yeah yeah i have um i've had you've sent me one time of a recording because you know you you have cameras around your whole home and uh that recording of the that shadow figure in the garage remember yes that was creepy and i remember when i went to do that uh you know blasting in your home going into the garage i saw i saw the exact same thing and i saw it run away from me but it was extremely tall and you can tell in the video it's really tall like as tall as the whole you know from the floor to the ceiling tall yeah it almost gets up to those like how the our garage has like little windows yeah i want to say it's probably about kind of floating about halfway Mm -hmm. of those yeah they're they're pretty high up there yeah that was a creepy video do you guys um did you guys ever have like a video in in your son's room before like any camera in his room or baby monitor no we have not we have the cameras but no we've never really captured anything other than his weird sleeping patterns (laughs) oh yeah tell tell the people about that yeah well it's been where he was as he was little and a toddler he we we would look into the camera to check on him and he would be like sleeping sitting up like literally mm-hmm. in the corner like something holding up um, him up up at the corner of the crib uh mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it those were like just he had weird sleeping patterns then mm-hmm. but now he just like covers his head throughout like the whole night because Mm -hmm. he says i don't want to see them i don't want to hear them and we're like who Mm -hmm. them does he say like they're spirits or like they're other like weird looking creatures because in my head i see creatures when he talks about that 
Yeah, there's one that I could feel um, people all the time coming in through his room. Just yeah. spirits, spirit-wise. Mm-hmm. And where he had one where I could feel this man in there. Mm. And he's like, I'm like, so I asked him, like, hey, how's this? Do you feel anything? Like, who is it? Some some guy, some man. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. who is he? Oh, he's new. Oh, no. Like, yeah. He knew what the older spirits that have been here and what who yeah. was new. And I'm like, oh, so what did he want? He's like, our money. And I'm like, okay, no, tell him to Whoa. go away. <laughs> tell him no. That's 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 a hell no. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Mm-hmm. And, but ever since then, he was like, here, little here and there, he'll like, oh, what was that? Or yeah. But yeah, for sure, he covers his head at night because he doesn't <laughs> want to see them or hear them. Oh, I know. That's how I was. I hate that. Well, uh, I, I think you're due for another cleansing. I know. Like when I when I go over and when I've done that for you, I'm in bed for like the rest of the day or even the next day because it takes out so much for me. Because this is the thing, guys. It's not like her house is just haunted. I mean, there's a literal vortex. Like right when you go up the stairs. Yes. It's like right in the middle, and then you go up the second set of stairs, and it's just like. You can just yeah on the landing you can literally feel it yeah Mm -hmm. and with those stairs just on the landing like we hear or I hear Mm -hmm. um pretty much nightly or daily all day all night the steps of somebody going up and down the stairs but they never make it up to the top and they never make it to the bottom it's always just in the middle Mm -hmm. reminds me of the movie Poltergeist when they have like that vortex that they come out in you know in and out of yeah the spirits it's so crazy no um your dogs also you know kind of go crazy for no reason huh oh yes yes uh we just got a new dog uh about two years ago and she's always seen stuff or Mm -hmm. she'll just sit there and just like look around and just stare up in the air and look up yeah like if somebody's literally just standing up in front Mm -hmm. of her yeah yeah, like telling her. Yeah, exactly. Like my dog does that when I'm trying, when I want to give him something, he just sits like he's at attention. You know, I think Buddy, <laughs> you're, you're, she has a cutest little little chihuahua. Um, <laughs> he is practically he's already used to it, so I think that, you know, mm-hmm. this this yeah. puppy because she's still a puppy and she's still you know learning. But I've, I've I sense that too. You know, I know the dogs feel it. Um, so. The last time you went on a no 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 it wasn't you who went on a trip it wasn't one of our 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 aunts who went on a trip and I remember you calling me because after she got back you felt something that attached to her for some reason connected with your house and attached itself remember I think I remember that um, and I, I it, it felt it in the attic it was like this ugly oh yeah. Old or was it the time when, or was it the time when I went to Bisbee, and I probably bought something back because no, I know it, it took me a while. Oh no, that <laughs> was a, that. that. It was enough. No, that's a, that's a separate situation. There, there's been many. There's been oh, many yeah. to count. But no, I remember that this was the one that I remember. Um, I remember when I I read into it and I could I could see her up in the you know because I know in one of your closets there's like not an attic but a crawl space right like you can go into it yeah right okay well I saw her peeking out through there and I remember telling you and I was like yeah it looks like an old like woman like a hag or something yeah I literally feel like somebody's just living up in the attic all the time like I just Mm -hmm. I can hear I have a two-story home and I feel like I sometimes can just hear the footsteps down on the first Mm -hmm. floor Mm mm-hmm Remember how I also told you, I'm, and I wonder if you've done anything about this. When I, <laughs> when I was in your room and I was like putting the holy water and all that stuff, and I was like, um, why do you have so much mirrors? The in mirrors. Your room? And I was like, take these mirrors down. Have you done it? No, I have not. But it's so funny okay. because like, growing up, I hated mirrors. I literally had to cover my mirrors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now, I have like these two huge mirrors in my bedroom and I'm like no I, every day I look at them I'm like why do I have them but I feel okay. like I, there's nowhere to put them well I'm gonna go over and I'm gonna take a hammer and I'm gonna break them <laughs> so tell, 
tell your husband I'm sorry <laughs> but she's coming over and she's gonna destroy him I I hate them and my listeners know I've, t- I've spoken so many times about it how much you know I hate mirrors and that I don't want them in my home I just the bathroom mirrors are okay but like I I just don't like them you know I hated them growing up I've had things appear to me in them I mean um I don't know if you listen to uh the first couple episodes I have but I talk about how when I was small I would wake up I would sleepwalk and I'd find myself you know in the middle of the night in the bathroom in the dark standing in front of the mirror um and that happened many times and I would like find myself there and I would forget like how did I walk here in my dreams like I was dreaming it I don't know it was just a really weird feeling to like experience and uh I just know that ever since then like if I you know it's kind of like scrying oh yeah I know that if I'm just in front of a mirror for too long I get lost in it I can feel myself kind of you know fading out if you could say and just kind of um I I I just feel myself disconnecting from my conscious state and then I actually can start feeling and seeing things and if I look um hard enough at my face it's like my face starts to change I hate it yeah I really really hate it um I just talked about a, an ex- doppelganger experience that Abraham Lincoln had where he was looking at the mirror above his bureau and he saw an image of himself right standing next to him but it was like a very pale very pale sickly kind of um image of himself you know and uh that to me you know of course even his wife felt it was a bad omen that he wasn't that he was gonna die you know and uh when i look at myself hard enough in the mirror i i start to start looking sickly like that in that way like my face starts to change it's just i hate looking and at myself in the mirror but when i walked into your home that day i was like Oh well, it's no wonder that you don't have, that you have nightmares <laughs> and that things happen at night because who knows what is coming in and out of that mirror. Um, oh yeah, like I t- told you about, uh, about a few months ago, about maybe more about a year ago. It's like the whole astral projecting while I'm dreaming. Yeah. Oh yeah, you do. It, it, and mm-hmm. and the floating, I feel myself floating and mm-hmm. just being somewhere else. Yeah. Exactly. And you come back and you wake up like really exhausted, like you haven't slept for days and you're like, what the heck? Or or the ones that I don't like are the ones that I feel like I know I've had probably conversations with people. Yeah. And I'll wake up actually looking at my phone to make sure I did not call that person or text that person thinking I already had those conversations with people. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Because I knew I dreamt about it. I knew I had those conversations somewhere, and they seemed so real. Yeah. And you should like. It's kind of like in Paranormal Activity when the husband puts like the camera in the room to go like see what his wife is doing at night, and she like gets up and does like all those weird things. Um, I know. Oh my god, I have to. <laughs> and I'm gonna bring up this story just because this is our show, guys. We don't run on a script. We're we're ta- we're just freelancing this. Okay, we're just gonna bring this up so i but um so the doppelganger story alexis like seeing something that mimics your child i think you know first of all it would make me mad (laughs) just because i'm like okay what are you know you and you never know because your son is very um you know even when i'm around him i feel his his energy is very powerful so who knows maybe he's able to like protect himself he may be downstairs but he's just like running around but you know um and I feel that's the case, but I also feel it's that little boy spirit that's around him, you know, because he's, mm-hmm. I don't think he's ever going to leave his side, to be honest with you. It could be like his protector, like I said. Um, what do you feel about that? Because I know that you saw this little spirit before he was there. Well, do you think I would spirit- doubt it because, you know, me growing up, I always had that little girl following me as well. Yes. Do you that- think that was... What does she, she look like? She, Mia is a little, like, seven, eight-year-old, literally. See? That's yeah. so weird. And mm-hmm. she was always in the corner of my bedroom. Oh, my gosh. It was always growing up. Mm-hmm. And I saw her probably about when I was 19 years old, and I had finally moved out and uh-huh. to another city, uh-huh. up here to Tucson. And uh-huh. 
I saw her once and then hadn't seen her again until um, I found out I was pregnant with my son. I saw her oh. again. And then I haven't seen her, but I think about her pretty much every day. Huh. So that's why I'm wondering if that's what's going on with my son as well. If he has like a little per se guardian angel like I had yeah. with her. Uh-huh. And you haven't seen her since? Since before he was born? No. No. Wow. Wow, that is so... I've never... I never knew that you were seeing her all that time, too. That's so oh, yeah. crazy. It's, especially my... I think, I think my senior year, I was still seeing her. In high school. Oh, yeah. She wouldn't scare you, huh? You'd just be like... I think you were so used to her by now, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like... I had the instance where... Uh, in high school, I think I remember telling you, it was where I was taking a shower and next thing I knew I was on the floor God, and but scary. my legs were towards the shower it was a stand-up mm -hmm. shower not a tub shower it was a stand-up shower mm -hmm. my legs were towards the shower but my rest of my body was towards like where the sink and the door are mm -hmm. but actually somebody was actually holding me up because my when I woke, came to from fainting, my hands were actually on my belly, crossed on my belly. So literally, oh. somebody was holding me sitting up so I wouldn't hit yeah. myself on the floor. Yeah. And I remember that freaked me out. But ever since then, I know I felt somebody else plus her at that time when that happened. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, we're already so many minutes in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we lost track. No, that's fine. This is going to be a wonderful episode. It's really action-packed. <laughs> but um, we're going to have to bring you on again. But no, your doppelganger story is just so creepy. I, like I, I was saying to the listeners before, I'm just like, in any story with like little kids, like little kid spirits, I'm like, okay. Um, <laughs> but to have it like be your son and like you, you, you're hearing him and seeing him like running from room to room and he's just like downstairs sitting down minding his business. Um, that's creepy. Um, but no, we're gonna, we should, like, do some sort of, like, episode at your house and see what, what happens. I'm interested to see what we picked up on, on this episode because, you know, people always tell me they hear, they catch EVPs on my yeah. show all the time. So I already told my friend, he's, like, a master, uh, EVP catcher. Big shout out to Big D on what's the channel, pod, what's the channel called podcast? He's amazing. Um, but yeah we're gonna have to bring you on again thank you for, yeah, for coming on thank you for and, having me you know yeah you're welcome you know alexis also does really really amazing jewelry and she does um really spooky jewelry as well um i think you have uh, dia de los muertos jewelry coming out soon too right yes that is in the works about yeah. for the next two weeks this yeah, week and next week <laughs> yep do you want to go ahead and just plug in your like uh, the place where they can probably just like you know check her out she's really talented guys i'm not just saying it because he's, she's my cousin but she really is her jewelry is amazing I, um i've been getting it from for years now since she's been making it um go check her out what's your what's your facebook uh it would be just long designs l-u-o-n-g designs and the same with uh instagram just with arizona az at the end so long designs easy on instagram and long designs on facebook yeah um, cool awesome well thanks alexis and you know what guys um we're, we're gonna have her on again i want to say thank you for all of my uh, returning listeners and my new listeners thanks so much for tuning in tonight we got some really great um episodes lined up for the rest of the year some halloween specials as well I have some awesome guests coming on too like i said i'm gonna bring on alexis too um check out the other links um from all of the uh promoted shows on my um on this episode those links are going to be in the uh, description box below. Again, if you need uh, any advice or you have some listener stories or you have any uh, stories yourself, um, I just always tell my listeners to just drop me a message on Twitter at VLifeParanormal and we can go ahead and showcase your experience on my show too. So, you guys have a great rest of your week. Keep it real. Keep it spooky. <laughs>